Welcome to Dad's Night Podcast, where ridiculous becomes reality. We're your dad hosts, Chris Parrish. And Tommy Reed. Today we're joined by Randy Wilson, owner of the South Bay Brisket Company. He'll walk us through his thoughts and methods on making award-winning brisket. We'll also talk through the international reaction to our first recorded episode last week. I mean, Tommy, this has been a whirlwind week. This is our 201st episode. Um, the outpouring of support uh, from our readers in the last week since we released our first episode has been unbelievable. It's not only been local support, but I think global support now. You, you know, I, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm just pulling our stats up here. We, uh, we are officially an international sensation. And I'd love to give a shout out to all our international listeners, Canada, Germany, Ireland, probably some other ones that aren't showing up here, but that's not important. Uh, you know, wow, it, it's, great. it's been a great week. Um, you know, I think we got a lot of good feedback. Number one was I should be louder, which is the first time I've ever heard that. Do we have new opening music too? We do have show? new opening music. It's, um, and y'all just heard it. We haven't yet. It's called, uh, sexy? sexy fashion beats. Wow. I should find the artist and give that a shout out next week, but we, we thought it matched our, our, our it vibe. Was it was free. Everyone. So yeah. <laughs> We're still on a budget. We don't want to be flashy. Um, you know, it was it was crazy. I went to Costco a couple of times this week. I was just absolutely accosted by, by people just thanking me for those Listeners. tips. Yeah, I mean, everybody going to the first line, uh, it backfired on me. Now everybody's going to the first line. I can't even get out of there. I don't want to be a, a super Walmart guy, so I'm just gonna have to give some different advice next time. Well, I bet you everyone's just stocking up because. We have the Super Bowl here. We have the Super Bowl, and what's exciting this week is uh, we're able to put some money together. We are on location at the Super Bowl uh, in Manhattan Beach, California, so the game is just taking place a couple blocks away. 6.5 miles. Yeah, about 600 blocks. Uh, The game's on uh, Sunday, and uh, we're real excited, and we've got some special stuff for everybody tonight Um, and special guests coming up. Uh, So I guess we should dive right into it. It's not only a Super Bowl edition, it's also... Valentine's Day, your favorite day. I mean, come on. Um, so let's let's get into that. Why well, I, I, should we save that for the end, or what do you think? Well, y- you know, let. I think you know the episode segment of you know what you're doing, where you're going. I think you're right. So the Super Bowl, Sunday, uh, Bengals and Rams, two teams they don't like each other, and um, we're going to talk about that with some prop bets in a little bit. But first. In a segment we call Where Are You Going and What You Doing? You just got back from a very fun trip, and I'd love to hear more about it. Wow. Minnesota. Minnesota. I mean, that state has got it going on. It, they just embrace both winter and summer. <laughs> I mean, that's just the bottom they line. They have no choice. But they do have a choice. Yeah. I mean, they don't stay in. They just go out there. Mm-hmm. So I fly into Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And MSP. The first thing, yeah. The first thing I do is that my buddy Skogie... Picks me up. I go to Tom Reed's Hockey Pub. Yeah. And what's your name, by the way, just for to refresh our audience? Tommy Reed. That's right. So It's amazing. It literally, we, 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 I got there at 1130. It was empty, and Tom Reed's just standing there. A.M. It, it was almost like it was scripted that. A.M.? A.M. Yeah. And 
I'm like, all right. So we get in there. We immediately have a Ham's Tall Boy. Mm. I mean, like uh, already from the land of sky blue waters. Uh, I mean, like the beer in Minnesota. That's yeah. what, I'll get to that. Yeah. So we drive three and a half hours north to the Whitefish Chain, and it's called the Chain because there's 14 lakes put together. That's amazing. So it was unbelievable, but it was so beautiful. Even though it was freezing, that Thursday mm. night, it got down to a negative 31. That's cold. That is cold. Is that Celsius? <laughs> so Is that Kelvin? Exactly. Sorry for so the here, we, here we go. Uh, but on the way to the lake house, we did stop at a roadhouse brewery for a quick pop. Yeah. Quick flight of beers tasting. Yeah. And uh, I had my first pool tab experience. How'd that go? Wow. What'd you win? 400 bucks. So here we go. This is how it is. It's like eating peanuts. Why am I buying my own mic stand? I mean, like, (laughs) unbelievable. So you you sit there and you, like, you pull these tabs, Mm -hmm. and if you have a line through one of them, you you win whatever the special prize is. And so we went through a quick 90 bucks and didn't get anything. So you net 310. Exactly. Nice. So what happened was then we, you know, me and Hoffman started, uh, we're like, let's go in for like half of what we just put in. And immediately Skokie's like, you're not chasing, you're not chasing. We're like, come on. He's like, all right. You know, you got you guys are visiting. So immediately the first tab I pulled, boom, two hundred bucks. Wow. The first tab Hoffman pulls, boom, two hundred bucks. I mean, we just went nuts. It was raining money. Nobody was in the place. It no. was empty, but it was phenomenal. So I came up with the top ten list to just kind of summarize my whole trip because it was one of the greatest things that middle aged men should ever do. Go to Minnesota. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Especially during the winter to, mm-hmm. to do ice fishing and snowmobiling. I've been there. Is, which is what our trip was. Yeah. It was a little fraternity college so this, reunion from the Ohio State University. Yes, yes, yes. and you all all have jobs. Yeah, that's great. Keep <laughs> and that up. and uh, we had a, just a great time. So how here it got, is. How many got arrested? Zero. No. All right, the Winterfest top ten list. Love it. I got fifteen. The state that's home of the Pilsner, aka Pissbeer, Grain Belt, and mm. Mick Golden Light. Mm. It's so good, they don't even allow it to leave the state, Minnesota. <laughs> there you go. Is that a, just a great sound? I love that. I love Grain Belt, by the way. It's amazing. 94 calories. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's premium. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Number two, home of the pull tabs, which to a Minnesotan is like eating peanuts at a bar, Minnesota. Want to see not one bald eagle, but see three? Where can you do it? Minnesota, mm. which their nests, by the way, when we were snowmobiling, they're humongous. Yeah. You almost think like they're fake and man-made, but yeah. they're so gigantic. Number four, want to drink for six and a half hours and stare at an ice hole and catch one fish, mm. a walleye, in a bougie ice house? Minnesota. Minnesota, baby. So we had carpet in our ice house yeah. and a little stove. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, and there were four ice holes. Did you guys there. make some hot dish in there? No, we just ate beef jerky mm-hmm. and peanut butter pretzels. Well, that's a Minnesota Christmas. Yeah. So snowmobile, a.k.a. the local term sledding, for eight and a half hours on Paul Bunyan Trail going over a lake named Bertha, racing your buddies going 65 miles an hour to only get one stop for a quick pop and then ending the day 90 miles of of snowmobiling, sledding. Where can you do it? Minnesota. Minnesota. That's on the state flag, I think. Do you know 
the start of the Mississippi River is in. Let me guess. Hold on. Randy, what do you think? I think Minnesota? it's Minnesota. It's Minnesota. Minnesota. There we go. What are the odds? I mean, I didn't know that. No. I mean, not many people do, but it starts up in, I asked, did it come start through Canada? Nope, it starts in Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. Number seven, hockey games literally on all and any TV you ever see, 24-7. Where at? Canada. Minnesota. Minnesota. Babushkas, the hat that is a survival item in Minnesota. Minnesota. And I mispronounced that last week. I got a lot of reader mail about that, and people are very offended. Babushka. Making sure your beers are in a cooler outside so they can stay warm enough not to freeze? Minnesota. This is, yeah. Seatbelts off for when you go on when you go on the lake for safety reasons. Driving over an ice lake, Minnesota. That's Minnesota. They I mean, got they, it all. They literally were like, only in Minnesota, take yeah. your seatbelts off. Yeah. The most welcoming hospitality and kindness of human beings in America, Michigan. Minnesota. Minnesota. Min- Minnesota. Come yeah. On. I mean, don't get me started on that. Place. I can edit this, you know. Yeah, well. <laughs> All right. Where do you go for a group of middle-aged men that equate themselves to a biker gang, but on snowbills with cool-looking snowsuits? It happens in one place, guys. Minnesota. Minnesota. Did you fact-check this? It doesn't happen anywhere else? I, not like Not as Minnesota. far as you're concerned. Yeah. Not in the last week. There's zero fact-checking yeah. going on. No, no, show. we don't have the budget for it. <laughs> there is. Yeah, we don't have any interns, which we, we can put that into I'll the budget. I'll write that down. Yeah. <laughs> When you remove a layer with it 10 degrees out because you are now toasty, only in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Where crashing a snowmobile simply means a slight delay getting to the next bar, Minnesota. Minnesota. And the last but not least, where can you see a black bear, an enormous buck, a herd of bison, wild turkeys, timberwolves, bald eagles, and flying flocks of swan. Minnesota. Very good. There it is. So that's our top ten for, I love that. for the love Winterfest. That. That, that, was that, that was it. That took you a long time. I'm very impressed. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a great trip. I highly recommend everyone going there. I go there once a year. Summertime? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a different top ten list, but a lot of grain belt in there. It's a beautiful yeah. state. Great beer. You got a lovely home. Well, that was great, Tommy. I'm glad you had a good trip. What's up next? Where are we going next? Well, we have a uh, our grilling and chilling segment because it's Super Bowl. We got to talk food, and gotta talk food. Got to talk food. It's now, Super this Bowl. is I don't want to fanboy here and get Chris Farley, but this has been a year in the making. It has. I can't believe we locked this guy down during the Super Bowl, no less. He makes the greatest brisket I've ever had. I mentioned that last week. Uh, he's the owner of the South Bay Meat Company. South Bay Brisket Company. Sorry. I did, again, we don't have any interns. It's uh, not official yet. So, <laughs> uh, well, I've botched that. Mr. Randy Wilson. Thank Randy you guys Yay, for having Randy. me. Everybody calm down. Everybody, let's... It's an honor and a pleasure to be yeah, here, guys. We're glad to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. So, Randy, I met you in June, uh, and you came to Tommy's house, and I uh, consider myself a connoisseur of the smoked meats. Same here. Uh, but I felt bad about myself since I had your brisket, and I've almost given it up. Uh, because it was that good, and I've fucked up like 50 briskets in my life. <laughs> so I just wanted to say that out loud. We're not expecting you to give us all your tips uh, today on air. I'll uh, give you all the tips just for a minute. Yeah. 
<laughs> Hold on, let me consolidate. Uh, so, so you are from Texas. I am. What city? Houston, Texas. I spent a week there one night. Let me rephrase that. I was born in Houston, but raised in a town called Huntsville. Where's that? It's about 80 miles north of Houston. And it's a little town built. It's a college town, Sam Houston State University. Ooh, Go yeah. Bearcats. Yep. And uh, a lot of prisons there. Yeah, yeah. I think there was, I don't know, maybe 25 prisons in the city of Huntsville. Wow. Yeah. Don't mess with Texas. No, I don't even know how to react to that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what to say. Uh, So cool. And then when did you move out here? I moved out here in 1996, right after high school. Right. And uh, I came out here. I I was out here for about three or four months, and I hated it. Yeah. Everyone was rude. Couldn't stand it. The fuck are you talking about? Exactly. Yeah. Bad brisket. Yeah. So uh, decided to go back home and uh, realized like, hey, you know, small town. I kind of miss it, but if I want to make it, you know, I kind of need to come back out to California. That's right. So I ended up here. Uh, miss you, mom. And I like to go back home every time I can. She's and, a lovely uh, lady. She is. And just ended up laying roots out here. So did you, were you in Manhattan Beach first or were you somewhere else? Uh, I was in Torrance first and uh, met my lovely wife, Devin, about 10 years ago. Oh, She's awesome. Actually been married, I want to say 2010, do the math, 12 years ago. Mm. And uh, fell in love, started a beautiful family. Now I have a seven-year-old son and life is perfect. That's awesome. Life is almost perfect. You do have a five lot going up next to you right now for the next three years. That yes. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Just <laughs> I biked by your house today. I shuddered. And I know the man building that house too. He's a fine gentleman. Definitely. Um, all right. So when did you start uh when did you start getting into barbecue? So I've always been a foodie, always loved barbecue. Um when I was a kid, used to spend a lot of time with my grandparents and we would drive through the backwoods of East Texas. Nice. And uh, my grandfather would stop at this place. It was a Baptist church called Mount Zion Baptist Church. And I remember the first time we pulled up, I'm like, hey, are we going to church? He says, nope, we're getting some barbecue. I was like, really? So we got out of the truck. We walked to the back. There was this shack that looks like it's been there since 1947, (laughs) getting ready to fall over. We walked through the door. There's a guy back there cooking. His wife's there serving. Ordered some barbecue, comes in a little red basket. You get sausage, brisket, ribs, and a piece of white bread with some pickles on the side. Sit down at a picnic table, get a can of Dr. Pepper. Best thing I ever had. And from that moment on, I was hooked. So did you decide, like, I'm going to start making this myself, or I'm just going to start eating a bunch of it? So it took a while before, you know, I was a kid. I was probably 10 or 10, 11, 12, somewhere around there. And uh, as I was growing up, I just loved barbecue. So as I got older, started going to barbecue cook-offs, chili cook-offs with the family, and just got a passion for barbecue. And it wasn't until I was in my 20s that I really wanted to create it, really start cooking it, and really start trying to master the art of barbecue. And I've cooked on everything, man. I started out with a stick burner. It was made out of 55-gallon drums, you know, homemade barbecue pit in the back with some texas post oak oh man and uh i remember me and my dad we'd sit there and all night long just tending the fire adding wood and i'm like this is fun you know and we made some killer killer meat so as i got older in my 30s 
I'm like, you know what? I don't want to sit around and tend to fire all night. <laughs> I want to work smarter, not harder. That's right. So now technology comes into effect, and now you got electric smokers, you got pellet smokers, you got you know wireless thermometers and things you apps you can hook to your phone. Mm-hmm. So I started dabbling into that, and uh, it turns out that there's so much technology where now you can basically set it and forget it. Yeah. The old Ron Papil style, you know? Now, we don't tell our wives that. Yeah, exactly. It's a very arduous process. We need to keep going out there to check it. So, uh, so yeah, brisket's a very intimidating cut of meat. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are afraid to cook it. And it, it is very intimidating because, I mean, you're, you're paying a good amount of money for a big old chunk of meat, and you're like, now what do I do with it? Well, the long, to me, the longer you cook it, the better it gets. So yeah. you can overcook it, yes. But at the same time, low and slow, 225, and you just keep it going. You know, you check on it time to time, do a little probe tender. When it gets tender, 203, boom, it's done. But there's a lot more involved in that. Yes, I was going to say. We can get into that. What type of meat do you like? I mean, there's prime, there's choice. Is there a certain cut that you like? Is there a certain farm that you get stuff from? Tell us what you which is a preferred South Bay brisket company meat. So my preference is prime or better. Mm-hmm. I've I've cooked a few choices. I've even cooked a select. You know, where do you just, even buy select? You'd be surprised. Mm. You know, you sometimes you go to a local grocery store and they'll have a brisket, and you look up and like, hey, where's the prime label on the on the wrapper? Right. Well, there's nothing there. So boom, you got to select. <laughs> and it's all about you know fat content inside outside. To me, Prime's really good. Um, I've been dabbling in some Snake River Farms Wagyu lately, yeah. and uh, that's really high-end stuff, and you almost can't mess it up. I mean, there's so much fat in there that you want to render it all down, but at the same time, you you want to get it to where it's edible, right. and it just, you know, there's a fine line between a soft brisket and overcooking it because right. once it o- overcooks, it starts flaking apart. Yep. It doesn't hold together, stuff like that. But, uh, our friend Andy Norman introduced me to rocker brothers. That's right. Amazing place. We have an order going in this week. Actually. I saw that. Did you yeah. get a brisket? Uh, I will. Yeah. I will. I think I might've forgot to get one. Yeah. I'm more of the pickup from rockers myself. Cause my schedule is so all over the place. He's the brisket king. He's the brisket king. BK. Rocker Brothers has some great meat. They have some great prime briskets, and I've cooked uh, countless briskets from them, and it's really good. You trim them yourself. It's it, it's not really good. It is mouth watering. Yeah, that's well, good. I, I mean, that. the burnt ends that you make are just. There's a reason why you're going to be putting your briskets on gold belly, and I'd love for you to just talk about that because there are. Texas barbecue places that you can get right now that don't even compare. That's true. To what you have created with your brisket empire. Well, thank you. Very it's really much. changed the world. And that's what I love about making brisket. It's I, I love cooking for other people. You know, yeah. I love getting seeing the joy that my friends get out of eating my meat. Basically, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> let that one ride. <laughs> but I'm dumb. Um, speaking of meat, let's talk about your meat rub. There are guys that put on mustard, you know, you see like, you know, on the, on the food channels that they're talking about the meat rub and 
what if you can give us your secret? What is in your meat rub? What do you flavor your brisket with when you go in to cook it? So I'm a big fan of keep it simple. I've tried many different rubs, homemade rubs, store bought rubs, tried them all, and what I've found has worked the best for me, and from the feedback that I've gotten from everyone, is just simple salt and pepper. Yep, that's all I do. Texas style, simple salt and pepper. I let the meat speak for itself. Where you could taste the wood, which I use hickory, by the way. That's a trade secret. But hickory Not wood, um, hickory wood or post oak. If you're if you're if you're doing a stick burner, I'd recommend post oak. Can we get post oak here? You can. You where can do get, I get it at that place up on? There's a ton of places that'll deliver anything you want. But back back to where it, I use is hickory. So I switch to a pellet smoker. I use a Rectech RT700. They call it the Bull. And uh, I use Bear Mountain hickory pellets. And I just found out that that makes the best smoky flavor that I can get in a meat. And so a simple salt and pepper with hickory wood, that's it. You're tasting that and the, and the meat itself. And does the Rectech, does that have an application that you could use and f- track the temperature of it, the meat it the whole It does. Time? It has an internal probe that you can check the internal uh, temp of the smoker. And then it has two meat probes that you can put wherever you'd like. If I do one brisket, I'll put one in the flat and the point. If I do two briskets, I'll put one in each brisket, and then I have an external thermometer. Inkbird is the name of the company that I use. It's a wireless thermometer. And uh, you kind of get an eye, you know, what your flat's doing, your point. For those that don't know, the brisket's made up of two muscles. You have the flat underneath and the point laying on top at a 45-degree angle. So one is a leaner, your flat's going to be a leaner cut, and then your point's where your fattier tissue comes from. So that's where you make your burn ends. So I'm getting to the point now where you don't really need a thermometer. You kind of just go by feel and touch and, you know, experience like that. But uh, if you're doing a brisket for your first time, I do recommend a wireless thermometer. That way you can keep an eye because sometimes the point will cook a little bit faster or the, or the flat will cook a little bit faster. You need to know your smoker. You need to know where your hot spots are, and you just go from there. Don't be afraid to try it. And uh, how long is a, how how long does an average brisket take to cook? I mean, like, uh, do you start it? Like, when should you start it? So, from my experience and 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 my smoker, I cook at two twenty-five. So about five p.m., I'll take them out right out of the fridge. I'll start trimming them up. You want to trim them up when they're cold because the fat's easy to cut, Mm -hmm. easy to trim. So I'll trim the top fat cap off about a quarter inch. And then any sharp edges, if it comes to a point or a flat spot, I'll round everything off. I kind of want it like an airplane wing, right? Mm -hmm. So your smoke comes around the whole brisket. So it basically encapsulated it just like an airplane wing. Because if you have any squared off edges or points, those are going to burn. So you want it round, you want it smooth, you know, like an airfoil. So five the night before. So five the night before, take them out of the take them out of the fridge, trim them up. As soon it takes about a half hour to trim them up, and then as soon as they're done, I salt and pepper them, throw them right on. And you don't wrap them. That depends. So if I'm pressed for time, I'll wrap them. If not, I'll let it ride all the way through. And here lately. I've been wrapping all my briskets. I think it gives a little bit better texture, but at the same time, you still want that bark. Right. 
So here's another trade secret. If you guys want a good bark on your brisket, spray it with apple juice. Ooh. So I let it go about two and a half, three hours on the smoke. And around eight or nine o'clock, I'll start spraying it with apple juice. How often? And then, so from, so this is an hour at eight, nine o'clock. I'll let it go till 10 or 11, spray it again. Then I'll go to bed. I'll go to sleep till six o'clock in the morning. Let that thing go seven, eight hours on its own. Wow. Don't even have to worry about it. Don't lose sleep. Sleep like a baby. I'll wake up, spray it with apple juice again. That apple juice starts to caramelize. Oh my That's gosh. where you get your super dark bark from. I hope everybody's hungry right now for a super audition because <laughs> I, I am like, I just feel terrible about myself right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, I walked into that party with my queso thinking I was going to be the bee's knees. And I was, that queso was awesome. Yeah, well, I, I was, appreciate you saying that. You have no choice. Yeah, it was delicious. You have no choice. You're on my podcast. You got to say that. Well, Randy, uh, your brisket is. You Wait, know. I have 100 more questions. No. Oh. What is your favorite uh, thing to smoke that's not brisket? I love pork shoulder, pork yeah. butt, pulled pork. Mm. Yeah, that's my jam, actually. Up until your brisket. I was never a brisket guy. What's your favorite thing to eat that somebody else makes? Your queso. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What's 1A? Um, I love smash burgers. Yeah. Like, you know what? It's all the rage. Yeah, it is. I love seeing with the different types. The same as like sushi. I'm a big sushi guy. Yeah. So I spent two days going around to every sushi bar I could find and getting just a rainbow roll. Just to see what's what. Just to see, you know, you a rainbow roll. It's a rainbow roll, right? But when you go to different chefs to see their take on a rainbow roll, that's how I determine a good sushi bar. Yeah. You know, because it's it's a it's a generic roll basically, but you want to see how each chef prepares it. And that's what I'm into. I'm into the preparedness, the flavor, the taste, the presentation. Presentation, big one. You know? I'm doing a couple of catering gigs this year, and I really need to work on my presentation. That's what I'm focused on right now. Yeah, that's a big part of uh, being a foodie. I have a theory about barbecue joints, because I don't think there's very many good ones in L.A. It's mostly people in the backyards. <clears throat> but I, th- I feel like if you can get anything on their menu at any time of the day, it's not going to be good. Because you can't do like on demand brisket, you know, brisket or pork butt. You got it till you don't have it. Yeah, anymore. you have you have a certain window. Yeah, you know, a lot of guys cook it pre, you know, the night before, or the morning of, and I, I'd say you have six to eight hours. Yep. Why it's in a warmer? Yeah. You know, after that, then it needs to be reheated and. I, but yeah, you're right. There was you a know. place, you know, Barons now, mm-hmm. down at Fifth and Beach in Hermosa Beach. Uh, my favorite breakfast burrito. Easily. But it used to be a. Do you remember, were you here when that was a barbecue joint? Yeah, like the, I forget what like, it was called. Yeah, like you, the pit house or something like that? Something, but you could go in, yeah, the pig house. That's what it was. We might be making that up, but you might be right. That sounds you about You could right. go in and get no, brisket at right. like 7 o'clock at night. I'm like, there's no way this is going to be good. That was, was correct. It, did you try it? I did. Yeah. It wasn't. They seem like nice people. <laughs> so are you making a brisket for a Super Bowl? I am not, unfortunately. I am currently working. Ooh. And, uh, Yeah. Tommy, what are you making for the Super Bowl? I'm actually going to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, we talked about this last week. I've got a bad memory. Go Cowboys. Yeah, go Cowboys. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, Chris, I was going to touch on that. It was going to. Do get you depressing. have any uh, favorite dishes that you like for? I mean, like for, for me right now, I think all the rage is this buffalo cauliflower that everyone's making. That's a big one. Uh, buffalo cauliflower is good. As we mentioned, I I've been really making a lot of queso in the last year. It's I should probably Can't make go less. Can't wrong with queso. 
Um, I like to smoke some jalapeno poppers. There you go. Uh, those are good. Um, I want to try a new item on my list. What's that? I'm a big fried okra fan. Oh, Michigan, Texas. Detroit has one. Okra. 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 Slows in Michigan. When I want to do kill a the Irish smoked man. fried okra. Yum. Like smoke it, then fry it? Fry it, then smoke it. Oh, my God. Yeah. We should do that right now. Okay. Game. Can we get okra here? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to write this down. Okra I'm, right, I'm so taking good. a lot of notes. So the good. tip is to go to your local grocery store, get the frozen, previously cut okra. Okay. That works the best. Okay. If you're going to make fried okra. So what are you going to make, a batter? I do a half cornmeal, half flour okay. with an egg wash. Yeah comes out a little tempura but that's how I like it. It's, it's and then you smoke it. very unique. I haven't tried smoking it yet. But so you've fried it, now you want to smoke it. Oh. That's on the list. Yeah. Well, Tommy, listen, I'm going to be real. We're going to jump around a little bit because I'm thirsty. Well, you know, it is a Valentine's Day uh, special, so there's something I have for uh, you, Chris, and yeah. for our celebrity dad, Randy Wilson. This is amazing. So um, Everybody turn your TVs on. Okay, so... Here, this starts with this. Here's a, this one for you and one wow. for you. What is this? Uh, this is a gift. Is this a heart cookie? No, just oh. open it up. Look at this. Okay. This is classy. So uh, this is a special Valentine's gift. I, Randy, I've been to your house many times, and you have one of the best bourbon collections I've ever seen in my life. It's, it's intimidating. That so, happened by accident. Yeah. Well, owner of... Blind Barrels, Bobby DeMars, a former USC a football player, by the way, who's also a documentary filmmaker, started this amazing company called Blind Barrels. And what it is, it's a blind tasting of four bourbons. So here's your box, Randy. Oh, wow. And here's your Beautiful. box, Chris. Unbelievable. So what you guys do Thank and, you, Tommy. Uh, for the Valentine's... It's a, uh, Tommy, I just want to point out real quick, you don't, you're not drinking anything. Why? Because I'm on a cleanse. I'm on a prolonged cleanse this week. So um, I'm drinking liquid death water, which, by the way, it's the best water you've ever had. Liquid death is amazing. For our international listeners, a cleanse is a Manhattan Beach thing. It is. And I'm doing a uh, space soup diet is what I like to call a nut bar. So between that, uh, not never exciting. But anyway. By the way, the presentation on this box this is unbelievable. Is unbelievable. Okay. So this is the coolest thing in the world. So for all our thousands of uh, mom listeners and uh, girlfriends who are out there, what are you going to get your boyfriend or your husband? This is it. Okay. You want to go to Blind Barrels and you can follow them on Instagram at Blind Barrels. Um, but what Bobby created was a quarterly subscription where we all get the same tasting. So you and your dad, uh, you and your buddies, your frat buddies, if you all get the same subscription, you'll be tasting the same thing. Yes, can compare notes. So what happens is that they have A, B, C, and D bourbons in a little flask here and there's Bobby, a qr code and if you scan the qr code up comes these envelopes that you can see here okay oh wow so um why don't you guys open up number a letter a letter a. ohio state ladies and gentlemen <laughs> letter a and i'm sober um, prolong yeah it's, it's prolong <laughs> prolong is not our sponsor number a okay so just put a little bit okay. in Okay, so... Uh, we got to put it in the glass? Yep, put it in the tasting glass. All right. Okay. Swirl it around. This is good TV. Take the notes, smell. It's good content. Okay, you, you guys are going to, you know, try to guess the uh, proof, the mash. Ooh. 
thousand. Uh, what you're thinking. <laughs> and then once you're done and you try to, you know, uh, uh, and by the way, these are all 60 to $180 bottles that you cannot buddy. get at your BevMo Glad we find the or your bottle. Total Wine. Okay, so this is, uh, this is A. Hmm. What do you think? Are RAs the same? Yes. Yep. They're the exact same. Everyone who has this subscription they can be tasting the exact same. That's good. Um, and the next subscription comes out in March. So this is why it's a Valentine's special. This is a gift from, from Bobby DeMars to you guys, our celebrity dad, Randy Wilson, and Thank Chris Thank you very Parrish. much. So Cele here it is. Celebrity podcast host. That's right. Yeah. That's good. Wow. Okay. That's very tasty. So, Randy, since you're the bourbon connoisseur here, Give me your guess. What do you what do you taste here? Flavors of what? Anything? Any hints of anything? Smokiness. I'm getting a lot of cereal, hmm. like a like a rye, corn, wheat, baked goods. Okay. And it's very tasty. So you've smelled everything from wild turkey down to rabbit hole to you know whistle pig. What do you think Love the What do you think the uh, proof is on this? And when you guys give up, I'll, I'll, I'll open up the envelope on the phone, which is really cool. You think it's eighty? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's it's definitely a lower proof. You do? Okay, you think so? You guys ready for I the would answer? Are we gonna get busted right here? Nope. I'd say eighty-two point seven. Okay, Jesus. so you guys are both in the eighties. This is like this is like the Price is Right here. I say eighty-two point eight. One dollar. Okay, we're opening it up. You click on, and sample A is. I did not bring my reading glasses, so I can't even read this. Black button distilling. Give me the phone. Oh, it's 84 proof. 84 here, here. proof. Wait, so I win. Boom. Nice. 84 proof. I said what, 83.7? Yep. <laughs> um, its right. age statement is two years. And That's its good. mash bill is 90% corn, mm -hmm. very seriously. 20 percent wheat nine yep. percent rye yep. and eleven percent malted barley i was gonna guess 11%. aroma notes are french oak toffee and leather hmm. all right i didn't taste the leather no leather i definitely so, tasted the wheat this corn, is the coolest thing about this app um the, this whole process of blind barrels that's sample a so you can go Such in there a great concept by it, the way. it's really cool um yeah you know they're, they're on something big here you know for so for valentine's great gift let's go into uh b finish that little number b yep number b number b okay b for buckeye right that's oh. right that's right b for we got b breaking for news buckeye. by the way michigan just won <laughs> i've heard that before yeah yeah <laughs> No, I'm looking right at it. Eleven right. years. No, I mean in yeah, no, it's right. Penn State. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So it comes in a nice box and you don't have to send back the little it goes. Mm, that's that's smooth. What do you call that? What do you call smooth? <laughs> no, I'm not sure there's like a technical word for it. It's very um smooth. Yeah, that, yeah that's what it is. Smooth. Go. Okay. I like that one. A lot. Brisket King, what do you think? Getting the leather. I, well, I wouldn't more say. leather yeah. than the last one. Very smooth. Is it a stronger one? Is it a stronger bourbon? It was like thicker. Yeah, it's not. I wouldn't say it's a higher proof, per se. One more sip. 
That's a Texas sip right there. Uh, that was a nice pull. Yeah. A lot of spice. Mm. Definitely some rye. Okay. Let's see. Envelope B is Kings County Distillery. Okay. And it is a straight bourbon whiskey, 90 proof, two years, 80% New York organic corn, 20% English golden promise malt. Hmm. So hints of uh, fresh corn, sweet cornmeal, and oak sap. Oak sap. There you go. Wow. These are just, you were going to guess I was wrong on the right. Cool you were going to guess oak sap. I mean, this That's is just the, the coolest thickness. gift ever. That's I mean, what, this is so the cool. sap is the thickness. Yeah. This right. is very cool. All right. All right. Let's go letter three. I think letter three C. is going to confuse our taste buds. Yeah. All right. You're getting about, I'd say, what, a good three and, three and a half ounces in each one of these? I'd call that a, how much two. is this? Ounce and a half to two ounce? Maybe? How much is this gift for us? readers we'll get to that afterwards because it's uh there's worth, a whatever the price is it's worth it there's a dad's night podcast yeah. special going on all right we're going to see okay here we go letter c, c. Letter c. c. number c tasting notes butterscotch Ooh. yeah it's more fiery than two yeah Very desserty. Desserty. Okay. Sweet. All right. Envelope, please. The reveal is Middle West Spirits. Middle West Spirits. Again, these are bourbons you cannot get in any Total Wine or Bevmo. So you're going to find very hard bourbons to get. And this is why this subscription is so cool. These are $60 to $180 bourbons. And here we have, ooh, 102 proof. A little more heat. Yeah. That, that's what I thought, yeah. Okay, this one is called the Ovio Olaro Finished Wheat Whiskey Double Cask Collection. Wow. What? That's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, sure is. Hey, why do we have the Ohio State guy read this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Without my glasses on. Words are hard. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here. We're going to D. All right. Wait. My, so, my favorite still okay. B so far. B? B is yours? B yeah. is good. So these are craft distilleries, if you Correct. will? Okay. And just to get like a bottle, if you go find these bottles, just the shipping alone would probably be about 40 bucks. Yeah. So um, this is well worth any subscription. And it's only a quarterly subscription. So you're only getting four of these a year. It's a fun thing to do. It's a great gift. Such a great idea. Wine barrels. Wine barrels. Okay. Notes. That was like the Jim Beamiest. Wow. Interesting. That one's very different from the first three. Was That's it correct. bitter? Was it like not as flavorful? It, it had flavor. Cheap? It did have flavor. Yeah. It's not my favorite. Okay. Um, well, let's just cut right to it and find out what it is. Okay. It's. That's a right. 100. 
180 proof. Uh, close. It's 127. Okay. Um, this is a Colorado distillery. Ooh, oh, yeah. Now I'm getting it. 291 Colorado Whiskey is the distillery. Oh, that'll kill you. The name of it is 291 Colorado Rye Barrel Proof Whiskey. That's what this one is. And this one has got some. Uh, it's like Chevron. <laughs> it's got some Chevron. With Tecron. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what, someone's having a clean engine tomorrow. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so there it is. So very cool Valentine's special. It was awesome. Um, amazing, amazing. Blind Barrels, follow them on Instagram. What a great uh, gift. Sign up, subscribe. All the female listeners out there, get this. This is a great Valentine gift for your husband or boyfriend. Get all three of those. Or bourbons. your dad. Um, anyone who likes bourbon, this is a great gift for. Hundred um, percent. Very excited to receive. This. That was nice. Yes, of course. Well, we got to thank Bobby Demars. Thank and you, Bobby Demars. Thank you, Bobby. For, for our listeners, for Dad's Night podcast listeners, when you sign up and subscribe to Blind Barrels, all you have to do is email support at Blind Barrels, and you'll get a free twenty-five dollar tasting glass after signing up. That's okay? amazing. That's a good deal. So you're going to get a free tasting glass with your subscription now by uh, calling up or emailing and just saying Dad's Night. So Love once it. you sign up, say Dad's Night, you'll get a free glass. All right. So we also have some more uh, Valentine's Well, I just gifts. a question for you. Yeah. What's the point of drinking bourbon if you don't look good and your hair is all messy? What are you going to do? That's a great point, Chris. You know. Grow a mullet? Well, a. <laughs> or two. So the best barber in town, the best barber in the South Bay, mm-hmm. Jody the Butcher in Manhattan Beach, is offering our listeners as soon as you follow her on Instagram, Jody the Butcher, yep. and you DM, direct message, for yep, those who for don't the, know what that means, direct message her, and you're the 14th person to DM Jody the Butcher and put in Dad's Night or Dad's Night Podcast, you get a free haircut. That's amazing. That's a $60 That's value right town. there. It, easily. Awesome. It's the only place my wife will take my son, and you've seen his hair. He's got a gorgeous hair. And it's beautiful. Jody's the only one she trusts. I go there. I just got my... Hair's cut today, and Looks great. Uh, thank you. And my son goes there. She is by far the best barber, Jody the Butcher, folks. Follow her on Instagram, DM her, Dad's Night, and you can, if you're the 14th person, she's going to send you and let you know that you got a free haircut. So do that as soon as you hear this podcast. Also, we can't be, you know, it's Valentine's, and what do dads love more than anything? Their wives. Of course we do. Like Especially kids? when we go to the beach, <laughs> oh, yeah. and we love shade. We do love shade. And we love cool cabanas. We love, and we cool, love cabanas. cool cabanas. We got one right there. There it is. Love yep. my cool cabana. Yeah. Yep. Well, for our Dad's Night listeners, we have a 20% off coupon. When you go in for checkout, you put in the promo code Tommy Rocks. Tommy Rocks. All one word, T-O-M-M-Y-R-O-C-K-S, 20% there off. There you go. <laughs> Look at you. You do rock, buddy. <laughs> Big 10. There you go. So those are our specials. Those, I mean, that's a lot. That is that's a lot, lot for our readers this week. Well, let's go right into, uh, as we close out of our segment here, we're going to go right into our, you know, there's a big change in the over-under in the national anthem. And we, we should point this week. out. Well, uh, is that because of your last podcast? Because we're on location. Yes. Don't steal my thunder. We're on location at the Super Bowl. Tommy single-handedly moved the line on the national anthem. It's unbelievable. And people ask you all the time, how can you impact the world? And you're doing it with this podcast right now. I'm very proud of you. So last year's Super Bowl, again, it was at 2 minutes and 12 seconds. This year, it's at they just moved it at 95.5 seconds. Wow. 
So two times Mickey Guyton has done this national anthem at a minute and 27 seconds and a minute and 21 seconds. So this is a minute 15-5. or um, I'm sorry, a minute 35-5. Exactly, okay? So is she going to pause? I mean, she's coming in still at the under right here at I mean, 95 a seconds. A half is so short for that song. It's very quick. You're barely carrying any notes. She's a fast singer. Yeah. So I would actually say I think she's going to hold it a little bit because she doesn't want to. She wants to have her two minutes on the Super Bowl. And she's probably a listener on the podcast, so she knows what we're up to right she's now. She's going to get some blind barrels, and she's probably going to get a cool cabana. If, if it's sunny, she's going to be singing under a cool cabana. <laughs> That's right. With a fresh dew. So I'm changing my tune. I think you might have to go the over and just press it. She's going to hold the note. I'm going to yeah. go over on the national anthem now. I think she's going to go over her two-time national anthem records and go over the 95 seconds. See, now that you said that, they're going to change the time again. Yeah. I don't oh, know geez. who to believe right now. Now they're going to average the two. We're on location right now. Like exactly. They're probably listening. Yeah, 100%. Any predictions here, Randy? Oh, You know, I'm not very familiar, but the due diligence that you have put in, I have to go with your prediction. I think the Rams are going to take it and cover the four and a half points. I believe so. I think the home team, second time in a row, I think the home team is just going to take it. Even though L.A. Rams fans are mostly, you know, transplants from every other state. Yeah. So It's going to be tough if the Rams lose for those two years that everybody put into can it. Can you imagine the returns? As a transplant myself, <laughs> I would love to see the home team win it. There you go. Okay, so you're going to root for the Rams and you like to see the Rams? Absolutely. Okay. I have a lot of Cincinnati friends, especially, you know, all, all those great-looking people in Ohio and Cincinnati. Eating Skyline Chili. <laughs> Skyline Chili. <laughs> Wearing jean shorts. Jorts. Jorts. I'm actually, uh, I think it's going to be Cincinnati. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, Parlay Parish going with I'm Cincinnati. I'm just rooting for a good game and sportsmanship. Absolutely. Listen, if we can get the last drive to be the d- determine who's going to win the Super Bowl, we have a great Super Bowl. I just what don't want to blow up. What do we think about... The first song at a halftime show. I think everyone's just going to the Super Bowl for the halftime show. Yeah. And I, I know my wife is ecstatic to go listen to this lineup. I mean, here. it's going to be unbelievable. Who do we got? We have Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre Eminem. Eminem. Is Eminem going to be there yep. for sure? Kendrick Lamar and Mary J. Blige. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. That's an amazing halftime show. And Rick Astley. Am I reading this right? No. no. Get Rick rolled. He's What's the first? Uh, <laughs> What's and Bob Seeger? What's the uh, it's California Love they're gonna close with, I think. Um, I have to think that Mary J. Blige is gonna be the first one to sing. I, yeah. I, I, I just, I just, unless you start with some Snoop, I mean, cat, is it just Dre is the main one and then everybody else is a guest? I haven't kept up. I think Snoop and Dre are the headliners, but then. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not quite sure, but I think that you know he's gonna look. They only have 21 minutes to get this whole thing. I mean, they have I to w- just out of the list of five possible songs. I definitely would follow your your guidance, Parish. Thank you, California Love. I mean, so it's almost a given on the Super Bowl prop bet. It's still Dre. The next episode, California Love, Family Affair, or other. It ain't Family Affair. I think they finish with California Love, and I think Tupac shows up. I but think they could probably hologram song. him in now. That's so, what I'm thinking. So, 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 so California Love, that, that is a great 
way to end it, but I don't know about the first song. I think still Dre. Nah, I think it's going to be next episode. So this is the first song. It might be fucking yeah, probably. The, the, fir- the first, that, first song. song. Yeah, the prop yeah. bed is the first song. I think it's going to be still episode. Uh, the next episode, sorry. All right. All right. That is okay. a good call. Well, this is part of, you know, Dad's Night is getting Dad's advice from each other. Yeah. And uh, I think we have some really good dadisms that we'd like to get out there. We always like to kind of shoulder tap each other for advice. Um, Randy, being a dad and a, and a very good husband and a great, great friend, um, you have a... And a wonderful a, podcast guest. Oh, oh, yeah. Thank you very absolutely. much. I know you have a seven-year-old boy. I do. And uh, how do you handle technology? Wow. So technology is really coming into effect nowadays. And uh, him, him just turning seven, I remember when I was seven... It was about that time that Nintendo came out, mm-hmm. and it was 1985. I remember mom coming home with a Nintendo, Duck Hunt, oh, Super Hunt. Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, the trick was to hold the the Duck Hunt gun right up against the TV, yep. so you didn't miss. You know, did you trick. ever have what was the pad that was on the ground for like? Track I did and field? not have the pad because you could like cheat and just yeah. use your hands. No, we didn't. You guys we were, were just, honest, were you? Yeah, we were honest. Yeah. I didn't have the glove. No. You know, that was the coolest thing ever, the yeah. Nintendo glove. But um, remembering back to when I was seven and my mom bringing home the Nintendo, that was like the greatest day ever. Yeah. I, I still remember that like it was yesterday. And from that, prior to that, I had the Atari and the Coleco, you know, and I always consider myself a gaming kid. Yeah. You know, I loved video games. Great for hand-eye coordination. For sure. And uh, so now my son's seven. He's... Hey, Dad, what's that little box hooked to the TV? You know, he knows I play Xbox, and I love my late-night gaming. And so now he's getting into it, you know. And uh, I let him play his games. You know, finish your homework first. After all your chores and your homework's done, yeah, we'll go downstairs, we'll play video games. Same with his iPad. You know, make sure you, you do your homework. He mm-hmm. loves Roblox. That's all yep, kids do. Kid does. Yeah. And, uh... So if he has time after his homework before dinner, yeah, I'll play Roblox with you. Absolutely, you know. I wow, do. so you play Roblox with him? I do. Well, he he likes to show me what he's doing. You know, he's building his buildings and jumping his obstacle courses and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so I sit there with him, and he's like, "Dad, check this out." And I love that. You know, there's a time and place for it. We don't let him over overuse his iPad, mm-hmm. and he needs to earn it. So as long as he does his homework and does all his worksheets, and absolutely, he can have screen time, we call it. Yep, yep. And uh, I think it's a healthy thing. You know, if that's what he's into, then I'm all about it. I told you when we were in the green room before the show that I just started playing Contra with the boy. That's amazing. It's unbelievable. On PlayStation 4, it's retrofit. Yeah. Still has a Konami code. There you go. Unbelievable. Makes no sense to him. We're still big kids. We are. But the graphics are so bad now. He doesn't have any idea what's going on. Does Devin put limitations on your screen time, Randy? Uh, <laughs> a little bit. I, 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 I tend to not go out of bounds with that. So I, I try to put myself in check. Well, that's great that you have limitations for, for Ryder. And I think that's very healthy. And uh, that's a great way to handle technology. How do you instill values? Values that you want your son to have to teach on to his family in the future what and, and what values are you instilling right now at this age so to me um having manners just simple manners is very important you know me, me being from the south being from texas 
you know, is yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Women always come first, you know, hold the door behind you, open the door, stuff like that. You know, I want him to be respectful to women. I want him to be respectful for them to himself. And at the same time, just, just have manners, you know, be polite, mm -hmm. say, thank you. Look, look someone in the eye when you're talking to them, you know, it's, it's, it's the little things right now that you need to instill in them. And it, it's a, a lot of kids nowadays need parenting. You know, they need their parents to be there. I see a lot of kids whose parents aren't around or they're too busy working, which, you know, I work a lot, but at the same time, I want to come home. I want to be there for my kid, you know, and it's all about being polite, being patient, you know, teach them to be patient because they all want something. They want it now. But um, you got to you got to instill patience and emotions. You know, it's OK to cry. You know, we Finally. laugh, we cry. It's OK to have good days. It's OK to have bad days. Some days they don't want to play with you on the playground. Other days it's all about you. It's okay, you know. You just need to teach them that it's okay to have a bad day. Yep. That's great. That's great. Um, well, we appreciate you opening up. It's it's great advice that everyone needs to hear. Every you know, it's very subjective, and uh, to get these dad. Wiz, words of wisdom is just very healthy for us all to hear at times, and we really appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you to, for having it's me. It's been great. And, it's been uh, a year in the making. It has been. And uh, listen, I love you guys. Thanks I love you too. And our first celebrity dad guest, and we have the brisket Kim's brisket king himself, Randy Wilson. I mean, everybody's got a lot to live up to right now. They do. I might. I might have to quit my own podcast after this. I was trying to set the bar low for future well, celebrity I dads. Mean, this is just like things you say to look, somebody. Yeah. Our first sponsor, Blind Barrels, came in and and they knew you were a bourbon connoisseur. And, amazing, and a amazing concept, by the way. I, I love that idea. Number two is still the or number two. Number B. Number B. Number B. Still the, still the best one. Tommy, is that it for this week? That's it for this week, so folks. We, we really appreciate the, it. We should the. We should learn to speak. We should set the schedule coming up. Next week, we're doing lobsters and beer. That's right. And then we're going to have a third edition of Dad's Night on Wednesday. That's correct. Which we'll probably post on Thursday. Can I be a silent guest for lobster you can. and beer? I just... Listen, if you want to surprise anyone, we have... Uh, you should with, be rolling with, in with, with hype With music. Bert ends anytime. Yeah. But yes, you can come to lobster and beer. I'm going to have to make sure that we got an extra lobster roll because that's... Uh, Burn ends are very doable, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're going to taste beer and have lobster rolls flown in from Maine and we're going to give our opinion on it. And then the so. week after that, you may be dialing in from on location in Mammoth. It's, it's a, uh, it's a uh, ski week here. Mm -hmm. uh, winter break for the Manhattan beach school. And district, next week so. we'll have our ski week tips. That's right. Yeah. Mammoth. That's right. All right. Well, thank you, Randy. Thank you for having me. All right, everyone. Thanks uh, for listening. We appreciate it. Do Please. we have to throw out any like handles and shit? Um, yes. Please uh, go to blind barrels and, uh, Follow them on Instagram. Follow Jody the Butcher on Instagram. and uh, Dad's Night Podcast. And follow Dad's Night Podcast on Tommy Instagram. Tommy Reed. You don't need to follow South me. Bay Brisket Co. F South Bay Brisket Co., Randy Wilson's company. Dynamite Chris Parrish. Dynamite Chris Parrish at Tommy Reed 3. <laughs> That's it. Oh, and uh, go Buckeyes. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> right, you know I can edit this. All right. <laughs>